Hello everyone, this is episode 22 of Creases and Corners Podcast. It has been a hot minute since I've done one of these, for reasons I which I will not get into too much, but in any case, I am back now, and I will try to make these a little more consistent than I have been. Please enjoy this interview, it is with at 4GeeksByGeeks, and if you don't follow them on any of the social media platforms, I strongly suggest you at least give it a try, especially if you're into the whole nerdiness of Dungeons and Dragons or role-playing games or just anything fun that says, I want to be a nerd, I don't care what anybody thinks, and I'm just wanting to have fun. That's how life goes. Alright, here we go. Okay, it's recording. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Creases and Corners. I don't remember what number episode this is because I haven't done one of these in a hot minute. Anyway, I'm talking with Bozer. He is a, another podcaster similar to myself. He hosts Four Geeks by Geeks, and they do a lot of things on Twitch as well as on YouTube, I believe. They play a lot of Dungeons and Dragons role-playing games and everything that has to do with a lot of dice. So we'll be asking him a lot of questions pertaining to these particular subjects, and let's get started. So, Give us your background, how you got into this particular hobby. Well, um, it's actually really interesting. I, if you follow Four Geeks by Geeks, there's a few of us members on there. There's myself, Bozer, and then my co-host, PK, and Moose. And it started, ooh, I think we're moving on to two years or two and a half years ago. Um, PK and I actually worked together at a community theater, and he was getting into podcasting. And he was really excited about it. And he kind of had a just a catch-all kind of podcast where he just wanted to talk to people about whatever. And he was having a good time with it. And it was some good experience. But as a, a podcast, as you probably know, you kind of kind of find your niche if you're going to succeed or get any traction at all. So with having just a throw at the wall see what sticks kind of idea of a podcast. It wasn't going anywhere. So he's like, okay, I need to focus in on something. And he was really into anime and Dungeons and Dragons and video games and, you know, comics and the movies. And so he's like, I would really love to do something that kind of encompasses all of that and like just the geeky culture of kind of thing. And so he and I were working together and he's like, so what would you think about you and I starting a podcast? And so I had him tell me more about it. And for those who do follow Four Geeks by Geeks, you'll know that PK is kind of a, a, a guy that's got a lot of great ideas and he just can't help but come up with a thousand great ideas. Um, but sometimes he, he lacks the, the proper focus to gain any traction in those. So I needed him to prove to me that this was actually going to be something that he would stick with and get excited about and stay excited about. And he did. And he showed me, he's like, okay, I want to do this, this, this. And by five episodes, I want to have this, this, and this. And I was like, okay, count me in. So originally, yeah, Four Geeks by Geeks started as a podcast. And every week we would kind of focus in on some realm of the geek culture. It might be a certain video game or a board game or anime. We tried to keep that cyclical so that we were keeping those things kind of even. Um, but very shortly after starting a podcast, we decided that we'd just also record them on video just in case we wanted to use that for something. And um, so we'd talk about geek culture things, but we'd also play some like ridiculous trivia games 
where usually one of us would have to do something stupid if we got something wrong, or we'd have a guest on and they would geek out about something and we'd make them do something ridiculous. And we found that that was not so suited for just audio, like the things that we were doing, it was a lot more enjoyable and entertaining to be seen in video. So it must've lasted, oh, I don't know, five episodes as a podcast. And then we really transitioned to YouTube and we became a YouTube based show. And every week we would have a new guest on and we would shoot a couple videos with them they started as like hour and a half long videos <laughs> that nobody was watching for that long, including ourselves. We try to watch it back and we're like, Oh God, these are so boring. Well, you know, and that's just it. You have to find, okay, how much time do you really want to have? They say that between videos, if you put out a really long one, okay, but make it worth the time and effort that someone's going to put into watching yeah. that kind of thing. And as opposed to a regular video, they say to aim for anywhere from between 20 to about 45 minutes, which is about average time that somebody would be willing to watch a video yeah that's like a netflix show hulu show but it still was super long we weren't able to keep i don't know keep it entertaining enough we had like a, a list of things that we want to talk about but it was really kind of boring and we found that the parts that we really enjoyed most was the parts that we played games we'd have the guests do some trivia or we would play games such as like superpowers with a catch where we just draw uh a superpower from a bull and then the other person would have to say okay you can fly but you can only fly straight up and that is it um and we just had such a good time with that kind of thing or we would later get into shock collar trivia where we would uh, answer trivia questions about i don't know avatar the last airbender and whoever got it wrong or answered it wrong would with the shock collar on and then we'd get to shock them and that to us was just so much more fun um so especially with like covid happening we had to put a stop on having guests routinely into our homes and having this kind of thing so um we just focused on those ridiculous games and we still have geek out sessions but it's more in our discord um that anybody can come join and they can geek out loud with all of our community that just loves all of those things. And you can quickly find somebody to geek out loud with, which was really the idea of the channel to begin with. We wanted to be that place where if you needed somebody to geek out about your, this show that you're watching at 3am that you have no one to talk to about, you can come to our community and you can find someone or you can talk to us. Well, let's put it this um, way. It's better to do that at three and then to be watching some infomercial with a bottle of wine, a credit card, and then end up ordering something six months later. Wait, what did I just do? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, with a bottle of wine at 3 a.m., you can be scrolling on those Instagram feeds and they know exactly what you want. I've been burned by that a few times in the last couple of years. I'm still waiting on a, on a needler gun from Halo that has never come. I've never ordered anything off Instagram only because I'm one of those, I don't have a credit card and I'm always a little skeptical on things when it comes to, you know, if I'm being targeted in terms of, okay, you can buy these, you know, Animal Crossing cards or Pokemon cards or Dungeons yeah. and Dragons or, you know, Magic the Gathering or something, you know, I, I, it's not one of those situations where I would find myself to be inherently drawn in by it. Okay, yes, I am in that realm, but no, I'm not gonna just click on something and buy it because, oh, it's right there in front of me, no. Yeah, you have way more self-control than I do because they know exactly what I want and the, exactly how much I'm willing to pay for it. I'm like, oh, well, it's only 30 bucks. Let's try it. Now, what was, 
Now you've been, how long you, you know, you've been playing Dungeons and Dragons? Was there ever a time where you said, okay, I really do want this, and I ordered it, but then wait, where did where did it go? I have the sales receipt. I haven't done anything like that as far as Dungeons and Dragons stuff, but yeah, plenty of other things. Um, Cause yeah, you mentioned Dungeons and Dragons, which is something that we started on our Twitch channel um, a little over a year ago. And we've actually kept up with the same campaign this whole time, which is a big shock to our dungeon master. This, he's, he's so happy because this is the longest campaign he's been able to stick with and with his players for this amount of time. Any Dungeons and Dragons player knows that getting together with your party is the biggest and hardest part of it. I would, I would say you're probably aiming for some Guinness World Book of Records or something. <laughs> oh yeah, we're coming at your critical role. Look out. Oh dear. Do you know what the current uh, time frame is on that? Um, on our, on theirs or on ours? Both. Um, on, I mean, theirs. I'm not quite caught up, but let's see. I, I really got into Critical Role, uh, which is a great Dungeons Dragons podcast. You're on Twitch. Go check them out. Um, Self plugs. <laughs> I mean, it's not my show. I'm just a big fan. Yes. Um, I've got all this gear and merch over there. Um, I mean, but each campaign, they last at least two, three years, don't they? I've never actually really played too many Dungeons and Dragons. I think I played once with my cousin, Tom. He mm-hmm. set up this little campaign. He wrote it all out. He, and I said, I, okay, so I walked into a room. He said, are you going to drink the potion? I said, tell me what's in the potion. He wouldn't say anything to me. I said, I'm not drinking the potion if you're not going to tell me what it's, what it's going to do. And he said, forget it. And I said, no, I'm not touching it. Bye. <laughs> That's where he says, roll a perception check. And you roll a one and you're like, okay, you think it's fine. <laughs> And I'm thinking to myself, okay, he says, roll, he says, roll a one. I roll the dice. It lands on a four. I'm thinking, okay, what does this mean? I don't get it. It's a scale. What's a perception of one versus a two or a four? And I just looked at him and said, okay, I, I'm lost. And now but, I, so I have another question. Um, you said you're made into comic books. I'm trying to remember. Was there a series of comic books based off of the game Dungeons and Dragons? I think there was. Or was it Magic oh, the Gathering? Sure. I mean, if there's not, then there should be. Um, cause you'll, you'll learn that if you come to our channel, that PK Moose and I are not the experts in anything and we don't claim to be the experts in anything. Um, we just okay. really are excited about geek culture in general. And we have such a good time. And so if you're looking for your latest geek news or somebody that's going to be able to tell you everything about this one thing, we are not your guys. We just aren't. But if you're looking for somebody that's going to hype you up and get excited with your new cosplay or, this new episode of Attack on Titan just came out and we need to freak out. Come on over. Now, speaking of cosplay, did you ever go to any Comic-Cons dressed as your characters or? Um, I have yet to be, or have got to go to a con since we've been starting to play Dungeons and Dragons. Um, Cause you know, things, we actually really started during COVID cause we couldn't leave our houses. We all had stay at home order. We're like, why not? Let's make some content out of it and have a good time. And it was really my first, this is my first, of official Dungeons and Dragons campaign. So I've learned so much and I've fallen so deeply in love with the game. Um, now, do you have a particular but, class that you choose or do you have a class assigned to you? Or because I know the, there's, a, like, there's probably a potion healer or a, a mage or a, a troll or a, you know, or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. All the DD fans are cringing a little bit, I think. Um, yeah, you have. I don't you know have, the terms. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> It's all right. It's all right. Uh, you you can learn those things. I know very, very little. So we're in the same boat. Don't worry. Um, but my particular character is a dragonborn barbarian. So he's like basically a dragon humanoid. 
but he likes to get in there and smash. And when he gets really mad, he rages. And then you get kind of extra strong. You can get some extra rolls out of it and some good things happen. No, because I've watched way too much Big Bang Theory and I've, I think I've learned way more about this than I needed to know. <laughs> I'm sure you guys probably watched a little bit of that to say, okay, maybe we can set up something along those lines. I'm just actually too busy watching too much anime to have time for Big Bang Theory. Okay, now, speaking of your favorite animes, which, which ones in particular do you watch? Do you, you know, do you draw inspiration from any of it to put into your campaigns or do you just take it and say, okay, I'm going to watch it for the heck of it? Well, I found that I, um, of the three of us, I am the newest to anime. So PK has, you know, seen them all. He's just such an anime god. And Moose is maybe second. But actually something we started on Twitch was Noon Tunes with Bozer, where every Saturday for a while there, I had to uh, cancel it recently because my schedule just stopped allowing it with work and stuff. But I remember seeing that. Yeah, Noon Tunes. And we'd come on and I'd literally watch some episodes of anime and you could be there with me and it was my first time watching. And so I'd cycle through different anime that I'd never seen just to kind of increase my knowledge base and help me find the ones that I really like. And maybe the viewers could find something they really like, but I like the ones that one, it's got to have great animation. So unfortunately like the ones from the nineties or earlier, I'm kind of a snob and the animation's just not, I don't know, dynamic enough for me. Oh dear, I was going to ask you something about, uh, have you seen the original Ghost in the Shell? Never. Yeah, that's one I haven't seen. I just saw that. It's a, it, it's free on an app. It's called Tubi if you wanted to watch it. You oh, have, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have, to, you have to wait through some commercials. It's a small price to pay for being for free. But I just saw that on there. And let me just say, don't watch the remake. The original is far, far better. And it tells a really good story. And then at the end of it, you're thinking, okay, wait, what just happened here? I have to watch it again. <laughs> I'll have to check it out because I really do want to show the respect to those earlier anime that really paved the way for the rest of us. Well, so I don't want to poop on their, on them at all. Well, no, but I, 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 I love understand it. Everybody has a personal preference when it comes yeah. to, okay, I, I prefer this particular art style over this one because it doesn't look as crisp or it doesn't right. look a little bit dated or something. Right. I, no, I can understand that. But I mean, I was a 90s kid and I grew up with those cartoons. So I don't know why it bothers me. It didn't bother me then. Same with me. Loved I'm a 90s then. kid too. I mean, I was born in 1983. So, I mean, I was definitely there for the start of the 90s to the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but like my favorites, of course, one of the most popular, My Hero Academia. I just love it because of the animation. The, there's epic fight scenes. And the thing that I really love about anime, especially that style, is every episode and every arc, it like increases the stakes that every time I'm like, there's no way in, there's no possible way they're going to get out of this. And then they pull out some godlike strength or they rely on the power of friendship and they get out of it and it's magical and we're all crying. I've been told by, I don't know how many different sources to watch the um, either The Adventures of Korra or, oh, Blast, yeah. or Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, yeah. Now, I know both of those, I believe, are on uh, Netflix, but I don't, I haven't, I, I just never got a chance into watching it. <laughs> Like, oh, I would I'm, sure, I'm sure they're wonderful, recommend. though. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and depends who you ask. They would maybe be considered anime or they wouldn't because they're more of an Americanized cartoon. Um, but Avatar The Last Airbender is one of the best shows I've ever seen all the way through. There's only three seasons. You can get through it really easy and you can binge it. And it's so well written and so well constructed. And I'm so excited. They're making a remake 
um, of a live action, but nothing like the movie. It's going to be so that, that episodic. Was, no. Trash. Just, just trash. And they mispronounced everyone's name. I don't understand why M. Night need to make stark differences in that way. I mean, apparently they spent over $200 million making this silly movie and it totally crashed and burned. Ugh, it was horrible. And it's going to go down forever as one of the worst remakes or live action remakes. But I'm really excited about this next live action because I believe it's going to be episodic. And the original creators of the show have actually been brought in so they can make sure that the quality meets the standard that the fans have grown to love. I've also been told that Attack on Titan, I've, yes. I've watched some of that. And let me just say right now, so good. I've only gotten so far into the show, but holy mother, does that thing ever pull on your heartstrings? Oh, every time you meet a character and you fall in love, they die. <laughs> and it's, but it's so cool. Actually, speaking of cosplay for next con, that is one that I really want to make. I want to make the, the ODM gear, and I want to make the swords. I think that would be freaking epic. And look, their leather jackets are just tight. That, that should be interesting to see. <laughs> Posting that pictures all over the place. Oh, okay, click. Just put it on your Instagram. You're good to go. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, the next Comic-Con that we're hoping, at least one that we're for sure hoping to make it to is C2E2 in Chicago. But that's you not know, until December. I wanted to go to that one, but then I was sucked out of it. So, oh, well, <laughs> maybe next time. Yeah, that's one of the closer ones for us. And we've got a local con. We're kind of lo located in northern Indiana. Um, during COVID, we kind of, or PK, moved a little further away. So making content together has been a challenge. But um, COVID kind of created some new challenges, but also created new opportunities because we got really good at making videos up from a distance. And it just forced us to rethink um, how we're really creating content. So that's where we started to rely more heavily on Twitch because that's something that we can do from a distance. We can all be present, we can play games and we can geek out loud with our viewers, but um, it allows for interaction in a, in a way that we can't do with like a YouTube video. I just hope for your sake that at some point you can, you were able to at least, you know, get something out of this, maybe monetize or, you know, get some advertisers or something. Cause I, I, I see you doing really good things with this. Well, thank you. I appreciate that a lot. Um, we're on our way. We are affiliate on Twitch. So, you know, we'll take all the followers and subs that we can take uh, because once you join our community, we are your family. We can, we know you by name. We'll remember you. Um, that's the cool thing. We're a smaller channel right now, but um, we, I, I like to think that once you join our community, you don't feel like just a face in the crowd. Like when you come on, we can know you by name. We know you. Oh yeah. We just love your posts. And we're always on Instagram and interacting there and following what you're doing. I've often found myself uh, asking a lot of questions as to, okay, how can I push myself a little bit further into, you know, doing this properly? And mm -hmm. I'm thinking, well, I got to, you know, stick within the realm of my wheelhouse of what I know. I don't know mm -hmm. a whole lot about this, but I'm trying to, you know, <laughs> at least pick up pieces everywhere I can. You mean as far as doing a podcast? Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's such an interesting puzzle, isn't it? It's always like trying to find out how you can reach more people or how you can hone your niche and get your reach a little further. I tell a lot of people about it that I know, and, and just and just and just my unfortunate luck. A lot of people in my family who are over the age of sixty don't even know mm -hmm. how to turn on a computer, and they're looking at me saying, "Wait, what did I just do now? Why, why is this screen blinking? <laughs> I don't know." Well, it's a good thing you're—they're probably not your target demographic. No, they're not. I don't—I don't have them as my target demographic. I know who my target graphic is, obviously. So 
but I mean, I, I, I don't have a lot of anime. I have tons and tons and tons of comic books. I've been mm-hmm. reading them since I was six years old. I mean, my oldest comic book at one point was from 1947. Wow. What is it? Oh, it was an Archie number 25. Nice, Archie. That's like classic as classic can be. I, I don't have it anymore. I swapped it all out. I traded everything and I tapped a, a sack of at least 40 or 50 books. I smushed them all down and I got a Spider-Man 129. Is that the Spider-Man 129? Yes, it is. Is that the, what, that was his first appearance? Punisher. The, no, in Amazing, the Punisher. no, Amazing Fantasy 15 was the first. Yes, 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 yes. My bad. No, it's okay. <laughs> I, 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 I'm easily forgiving, so. <laughs> Good, because comics are something I'm really excited about, but I know very, very little. Well, what I do know is that there's a lot of shows that are coming from the comic books. You got WandaVision, you got uh, mm-hmm. Captain America, and mm-hmm. I think, what, what is the oh, Eagle? Falcon and Winter Falcon Soldier, and Falcon yeah. and Captain America, Winter Soldier or something. I, I mean, it, it's, it's a fascinating time to be a, a total nerd. I love it geek out hello yes please <laughs> right and that that's the really cool thing is that i don't know about you but like when we were younger i don't know there were some geek things that were accepted but many weren't especially like anime and that was just something that you had to keep on the back burner but we're all about geeking out loud and whatever you geek out about whether it's an anime or a, a board game or dungeons and dragons or comic books or cosplay don't hold that back like share that with the world because you might think that nobody's going to accept it, but once you put it out there, your tribe will find you and you will find your tribe and you will find plenty of people that not only accept you as you are in your geekdom, but love it too. And we'll share that with you. Okay. Um, now you were saying earlier about playing uh, trivia games by, by trivia. Do you mean trivial pursuit or do you mean just random? Okay. Pick a card that you wrote a question on and then ask it kind of thing. No. Okay. For example, um, we played a game with a Full Metal Alchemist fan, the anime Full Metal Alchemist. And we had different cups on a board and they were all flipped over. So they were hiding some ingredient. And so PK played with uh, our guest that day, um, Becca was her name. And they would each answer a question. And if they got it right, then the other person had to eat whatever was underneath. But it was like in the way of a certain kind of... uh, Oh God, what's, what do they call it in Full Metal Alchemy? Um, I guess type of alchemy, like they may have a, a metal alchemy. So you had to suck on a quarter or you might have electrical alchemy and you had to take a bunch of like lemon heads and lemon juice. And <laughs> I remember those warheads when we were kids, we had a little couple of packages. Yeah. Take them. Those were incredibly sour. I can see something along those lines of, okay, there, there's a sour, you know, lemon. Okay. You have to take this candy now and eat it. Yeah, we're just, I don't know, we just like to have fun about geek things. And if we have get punished, then all the better. Or we had Hot Shot Pictionary, where we would play Pictionary for like Doctor Who. And if you got it wrong, you spun this plate and took the shot of hot sauce that you had no idea actually what it was. And it ranged from like Frank's Red Hot to like ghost pepper chili sauce. You ever tried that with Bean Boozled? Or, oh yeah, we actually did do a whole Bean Boozled and it was about J.R.L. Tolkien's uh, trivia. And like, was this a quote from the books or the movie? We played with some hardcore fans. I can say right now, I don't know that I would ever want to play Bean Boozled because if I had to choose between a a coconut flavored jelly bean or sour milk, no, I I don't want that sour milk. Keep it away from me. Yeah, some of those are (laughs) vomit inducing. I don't do well. 
I have a sensitive stomach in that way. It's funny. But, I was watching a video on YouTube. Matt Pat was playing with his wife Steph, and mm-hmm. they were playing Bean Boozled, and he kept landing on the. Uh, he kept getting all the questions wrong. And he had to land on the, and he kept eating the beans, and there was only one, only one that he got a bad bean. Everything else he got was a good flavor. He of just course. Managed to pick the right one every time, and his wife was sitting there and saying, "How the hell do you do all this?" <laughs> But recently we've gotten, um, so you can find all of those trivia games on our YouTube channel, Porky Spy Geeks. And so they're there as well as old geek out sessions. But recently we've gotten really into skit making because um, a lot of us are actors and like, you know, we grew up being acting and that's kind of our background. So we've leaned into that. Player. Not a full screen play. Our, our skits are very short. Um, but one series that we're really excited about that we've been doing for a while now is D&D IRL. So like in D&D, you might try to jump over a rock and they might have to roll acrobatics or athletics. And if you get a really good roll, then you not only jump over the rock, you cartwheel and you do a flip and everybody stops and cheers and it was amazing. But if you roll a one, you broke your leg, snap your neck and die. Oh, that's and, not, that, that would definitely be me. I'd be rolling the ones. Right. <laughs> I, so we, we thought, okay, what happens if this was real life? Like if you had to roll a dice for everything that you did. And so like, for example, we did uh oh, what was one of the first ones oh taking out the trash and so i it's time to take out the trash and i rolled a natural one and so not only does do i am i not able to take out the trash but the trash ends up beating the crap out of me and okay, dragging okay. me across the yard and f- like throwing me at the trash can <laughs> and so we just have had a lot of fun with thinking of just random circumstances but cranking them to either perfect a natural 20 or seeing what kind of trouble we can get in with a natural one? No, I'm, I'm trying to remember. You said something about, um, you, uh, you, no, do you plan on passing this along to the next generation? I'm trying, or, or someone else that you know, or whatever. All, all of the things that you've been doing with this. You mean like uh, having babies and passing this on to the the channel to them? No, I'm, I'm just saying, just passing on your wisdom and knowledge of this if they so choose to okay i want to continue with this because it's fun or they just you know at least know that you did that type of thing oh yeah i mean anybody can reach out to us whether through email or um through instagram you can message us but we love when people message us and ask for if they want to just geek out about something or maybe they have questions about what it is to start a youtube channel or become affiliate on twitch or start a podcast and give it up after five episodes um, we, we aren't experts on anything, so we make sure that's known, but we are happy to share our knowledge with anybody that wants it. Okay. Um, well, we're almost out of time, but I will give you, uh, I'll, I'll give you time now to plug all of your social media, whether it's, you know, YouTube or Instagram or what have you. So go ahead. The floor is yours. Well, thank you so much for having on creases and corners. Um, this has been a lot of fun, but if anybody is out there listening and they really do want a geek out zone and a judgment positive or judgment free positive place to geek out loud with other like-minded people um then come check us out at four geeks by geeks and you can find us on youtube you can find us on twitch we're on facebook and instagram and twitter um you, we also have a website for geeks by geeks live and you can find all of our links there as well as access to our discord and you can even find some merch um that we've been creating and we're really excited PK just created a, a new uh, shirt or design that we're going to launch in kind of response to all the anti-Asian hate going on that just says, I love you in Korean. And any purchase of that design um, will be 
well, the proceeds of that will go directly to um, a charity that's looking to end the uh, anti-hate of, or the anti-Asian acts. So we're really excited about that. You can find that on our website, forgeeksbygeeks.live. Okay, now is this limited merch or is it always available? Most of it's always available. Um, we'll, we're, we're yet to decide on this current design, but I see no reason why the more people that buy it, then the more money that we can donate to the charity. Okay, um, I, I can't help but look at all those posters right behind you. The, yeah. What, what are all those about? Oh, this is my little corner of the basement. It's my man cave. Um, but these are prints that we've picked up at different cons in the past. Um, the ones you can see, this is an epic Deku uh, from My Hero Academia. That's Goliath from uh, Gargoyles. I can say Gargoyles, yeah. 90s kids. You can't probably see that very well. Well, I can um, see it's an imprint, yeah. Yeah, back there we've got Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, that was a, a local artist from our from a con in South Bend. Over here is a great one signed from that's Miles Morales from Spider Man. But behind us, me is our claim to fame. That well, is uh, oh, I, I know Samurai that one. Jack. Yeah, that's Samurai Jack. Can you see with my ring lights kind of in the way. That's, that's Samurai okay. Jack, and it's actually signed by the one and only Phil Lamar, the voice of Samurai Jack. I met, Phil, I met Phil Lamar. He, Have he was, you? Yes, when he was here in Windsor, he was at Comic-Con and I met him. I tried to get him on my podcast. It didn't work out so well. I'm still going to keep trying, but I, who knows? <laughs> yeah, you just got to put a camera in a, or a microphone in his face at a con. Yeah, I don't think it's going to work out too well. Maybe his manager will be saying, uh, what are you doing here? No, 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 back up with your cameras and your recording devices. You're like, hey, I paid for the, the handshake. Give me five seconds. Okay, well, I will let you go. Have yourself a nice evening. And as always, until next time, I will see you all in the mic. And my motto is now, if you are willing to talk, then I am willing to listen. Nice. Have a nice, have a nice night. Thank you.